We're here on the floor of World Water Week, the Stockholm International Water Institute's annual global conference here in Stockholm. And I'm here with uh, two executives from H&M. And tell me your, your name and uh, why you're here at a water conference. H&M is a, is a clothing company. So I'm Kim Hellstrom. I work with our global sustainability department in the environmental team. And of course, why we're here is uh, basically that water is a huge part of uh, uh, a huge re key resource for us. Uh, we are using water in uh, everything from cotton production on the fields, uh, in the factories that are that we're sourcing our fabrics and garments from. So, and all the way also to the customers, of course, to the consumers are using uh, or cleaning the the garments that they buy from us. So it's actually pretty obvious, yeah. really, really close why, why, a, why a clothing company or fashion company would be here. And tell me your name and, and, and what role do you play in H&M? Uh, hi, my, my name is Shariful Haq. I work as a water sustainability responsible based out of H&M uh, Global Production. And uh, which means that uh, wherever we have our sourcing markets, uh, the water is a key issue, be it for the cotton cultivations and uh, even for productions. And, and, the, and the main reason why we ha are here is to call for collective actions because in, in the markets where we are operating in, uh, the challenges have been different. Uh, being water is a local con issues and uh, it has to solve in a local context. So we are uh, uh, combining with our all other like-minded brands uh, so that we can have a collective actions in terms of a uh, water agenda uh, all over the supply chain. Wow, so I moderated a session on collective action with uh, the World Bank, the World Economic Forum on Sunday. And one of the one of the key points was there's there's in a sense, believe it or not, there's a there's a fear level in collective action, uh, working together or not. And then there's we were talking about some of the big impediments. Mm -hmm. And there's a trust level. Mm -hmm. So what role is, I mean, you're probably right in the middle of that. How do you build collective action in a space that is competitive, mm -hmm. um, that's complicated, mm -hmm. that has long supply chains? How do you do that? Uh, one of the things that we believe very much in is transparency. For example, we show we have for a couple of years shown all of our suppliers uh, online. Uh, for us, that's a way also to be able to map which factories are we using? Other companies can look at that. Are we using the same factories? And thereby seeing where we can interact with each other. So I'm hoping also for more uh, companies to take that step so that we easier can see where we can interact. Because one of the challenges that we have is we, 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 we gather in different forums, we talk about cooperation, we, we found, find our match, and then it turns out we, we don't share the fact, same factories. And it becomes one step back again. So. Uh, transparency is key for us now. It's it, it also, also a sign of leadership. Yeah. Well, so the leadership part. I mean, so you're out front. You know, do you have many followers? Is, you know, what kind of work is left to do in uh, not only just the industry but the supply chain? I, I think we have many uh, like-minded brands. I would say it's not followers. I mean, uh, we 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 are in the same. Uh, we are part of the problem, and we want to be. Uh, collectively uh, um, address all those challenges and and we we also have found that uh, the many supply chain partners that we are using we are at, at uh, we are present in the same same business partners so our challenges are the same we are located in the same water basins and the challenges uh, how to address those challenges is should be the solution should be the same for everyone so I, I think it's that's not in fear but then I we I would say that we may compete in business but when it comes to 
resources solutions like water, uh, we will uh, continue to work as a uh, as together. Bangladesh has some uh, really profound water challenges and some real potential crisis moments. How do you, you know, what role do you see in shifting that at, at speed? I mean, we're, this isn't a 10-year a conversation. This is like a, as somebody said, I said, well, it has to happen now, right? And they said, no, no, it has to happen now, now. Uh, being Bangladesh is one of our uh, uh, important production countries, we have looked into what are the possibilities to work to, uh, uh, on the water water sectors. And a and, and few years back, we have actually been supported one of the study, what are the water regulatory gaps in Bangladesh and how to overcome all those things together with WWF. We also had uh, done a study on the impact of water. Uh, what. How, what would be the business impact if the water is not available in the near future? So, and and to looking into those solutions, we have we have started to discussion with the multi-stakeholder partnership in Bangladesh that how those solutions can be taken place, make make a position in the policy making process, and also uh, taking those to government so that we started those discussion to take place slowly but then surely. And I think we have came a lot of uh, uh, way already uh, where we have been uh, working together with Bangladesh government to start the um, study on the uh, shadow price of water, which is also important aspects of uh, valuing water. And we've all, which we also learned that uh, in many of the countries where we are operating in, like Bangladesh, uh, lack of having a price tag is a kind of a uh, root cause of the problem. So it gets us over to the value of water, which is yes. you know, one of the one of the topics here on this what we call the transformation map here, which intersects many of the many issues of Absolutely. global risks, economics, institutional investors, fourth industrial revolution, future of economic progress. So, what role does a does an H and M play, say, in pulling that level of transparency and accountability back at the national or regional government level? I mean, do you see those as as impediments, or are they are they becoming partners? You know, that that seems like a lot of embedded either practices or embedded interests uh, could stand in the way. Are you seeing some that being overcome, either either in Bangladesh or elsewhere? I think we we are we as a Company, we are also learning how to how to work on those things barriers and how to remove all of those barriers. Uh, more, more, most importantly, it's about we started dialogue. We started a dialogue and we 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 shared our challenges and and we both or all the stakeholders in in a relevant business. We are talking to a certain terms and and and, and all the how to find the solutions uh, for not only for us for the whole sector or for the whole business. So. In a way, I think we are been in a process of uh, removing those impediments rather than uh, talking about or, or kind of getting blocked on those impediments at all. So give me a sense in the, in the corporate boardroom. So when you're presenting water risks or water opportunities or engagement, you mentioned the supply chain, the customers, what most captures your CEO's attention or say the attention of shareholders in a, in a public company? That's quite easy. That's the, the future customer. How do we prepare and how do we be one step ahead of what the customer of tomorrow will demand from us? Um, we need to stay relevant in the future because there is an awareness rise, rise ongoing. Uh, it, it's differently quick in different markets in different countries, but it, it is coming, of course. And we need to be one step ahead of the customer so that uh, they are continue to go to us and see that we are uh, truly becoming a truly sustainable company. 
Well, so the customers are, are I mean, H&M and, and a lot of the other, you know, kind of brands in that in that mid or really, you know, affordable fashion, <laughs> put it that way. Um, again, back to leadership role, you, you believe that the customers aren't just buying on price? Uh, I think that the awareness is rising. Right now, there's a lot of, uh, st still it's fashion, so it's still, you, you can't just put out uh, um, sustainable clothing that looks terrible, nobody will buy it. Uh, so it needs to make sense in that from that perspective too. Uh, and my point was that uh, I think that as a corporate and as the government regulators needs to be one step ahead of the consumer. We can't put the, the blame or the, uh, the responsibility in the consumer making the right choice. I think we're seeing an increase in awareness, but I think for our goals, it's too slow. They're going too slow. So we have to be one step ahead, both for staying relevant, but also for doing the right thing and making it happen. Wow, that's really fascinating. So one more question for both of you. So if we're sitting here next year, what's the, what's the, what's the biggest challenge that we overcame um, over the, the the next year, what's the, what's the what's the big story as we're we're sitting here next year, you know, even good or bad. I mean, what's what's the big story? So uh, hopefully, hopefully we have uh, we have a goal for 2020 to have 15 percent of our uh, factories, um, or, or sorry, 15 percent of the total water usage to be recycled uh, within the factories. Uh, I really hope that we will achieve that, and I will be super proud if we do that by next year. Yeah. Back to Bangladesh. Oh, I mean, not only for Bangladesh, I think for all the production countries where we are working, we are looking ahead with water efficiency, uh, which means that um, as, a, as a brand, uh, uh, as a group, we want to reduce our water consumption on each pieces of product, uh, apparel or uh, garments that we are producing, we want to reduce that water consumptions. And, and we hope that next year we will be uh, able to celebrate our success. Great. I just I wanted to ask one more question though too. Is is when we're talking about some of these grand challenges, you know, we spend a fair amount of time in in some pretty harsh scenarios actually for Bangladesh, for India, for that region. What role is say H and M or does the private sector playing in starting to drive these really uncomfortable conversations of transboundary waters and and general you know um, uh, macro water management? The, the, how we look at or how we address those scenarios is we look at we talk on a basin level and then whatever the countries are into into all these basins we are being part of that that uh, that basins as well as as a water user and also in kind of a, a responsible brand that you are sourcing from that that country uh, or that basins exactly so so in that way i i think we recognize there is a problem and we, we accept that we, it, it needed dialogue, uh, being with all the stakeholders, uh, starting from government, policymakers, and uh, users, uh, our business partners. Everybody need a, need a kind of a dialogue to how to overcome all those things. And, and we learned it uh, in a, uh, over the last few years that it's a, it's a local issues and, and the solution lies over there. So it's not a kind of a we can solve it from outside. Uh, it has to, the solution came from within. So solutions from within, and and on the global perspective, you're probably playing this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, th I think that also the size of the company, uh, the bigger size, uh, the bigger responsibility you have because your platform is bigger, you have more resources, you have the bandwidth to uh, to to um, 
achieve things basically. So I think we, the, the bigger organizations needs to spur each other into some kind of uh, almost comp compete about this because that's what we normally do. Uh, and then the smaller companies should be able to piggyback on us. We can't put the same pressure on smaller companies as we, uh, as we should on the bigger companies. Part of that supply chain and systems, you know, systemic approach, I suppose. Well, if all that happens, we'll be back here next year, uh, World Water Week in Stockholm. I'm J. Carl Ganter for Circle of Blue.